It's Tuesday, July 26th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Walmart Incorporated warned that higher prices for food and fuel were causing consumers to pull back, an ominous sign for the U.S. economy that has relied on resilient household spending power through rising inflation. The country's largest retailer, which warned in May that it was stuck with too much unsold goods, said on Monday that it was having to cut prices to reduce merchandise levels at its flagship chain and Sam's Club warehouse chain. The markdowns will cause the company's profits to fall in the second quarter and fiscal year. The announcement sent Walmart shares down nearly 10% in after-hours trading Monday and pressured other stocks with Amazon.com Incorporated falling about 4%. That company is expected to report its latest results on Thursday. The warning casts a cloud over a week when several global brands and multinational companies, from McDonald's and Procter & Gamble to Visa Incorporated and General Motors, are expected to update investors on their latest quarterly results and the outlook for the rest of the year. In other news, Pope Francis issued a historic apology Monday for the Catholic Church's cooperation with Canada's policy of indigenous residential schools, saying the forced assimilation of native peoples into Christian society destroyed their cultures, severed families, and marginalized generations. I am deeply sorry, Francis said to applause from school survivors and indigenous community members gathered at a former residential school south of Edmonton, Alberta. He called the school policy a disastrous error that was incompatible with the gospel and said further investigation and healing is needed. In the first event of his week-long penitential pilgrimage, Francis traveled to the lands of four Cree nations to pray at a cemetery and then deliver the long-sought apology at nearby powwow ceremonial grounds. Around the world, Russia's top diplomat said Moscow's overarching goal in Ukraine is to free its people from its, quote, unacceptable regime, end quote, expressing the Kremlin's war aims in some of the bluntest terms yet as its forces pummel the country with artillery barrages and airstrikes. The remark from Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov comes amid Ukraine's efforts to resume grain exports from its Black Sea ports under a new deal tested by a Russian airstrike on Odessa over the weekend. Apparently suggesting that Moscow's war aims extend beyond Ukraine's industrial Donbas region in the east, Lavrov said, quote, We will certainly help the Ukrainian people to get rid of the regime, which is absolutely anti-people and anti-historical, end quote. Back in the U.S., cargo containers started moving again through California's port of Oakland on Monday after independent truck drivers stood down from protests that effectively shut down one of the West Coast's largest ports for almost a week. Officials at the private operators of Oakland's shipping terminals said they were clearing backlogs of ships and boxes that had grown since the truckers began blocking the port's gates early last week bringing operations to a standstill to protest a new California gig economy law. Activity first resumed slowly on Saturday when protesters didn't turn up during the port's limited weekend hours. By Monday, with business ramping up again, gates were clear and trucks were moving. The port, in what it called an open letter to the truckers issued late Thursday, said truckers opposed to the new state law should confine protests to designated zones and warned that anyone blocking gates could be cited and penalized by police. And. Cargill Incorporated and the newly formed Wayne Sanderson Farms have agreed to pay $85 million 
to settle claims they violated antitrust laws by sharing information about poultry workers' wages. The civil settlement between the companies and the government follows a lengthy review of the $4.5 billion sale of Sanderson Farms Incorporated, the third largest U.S. poultry company, to Cargill and agricultural investment firm Continental Grain Company. The settlement, which also addresses how chicken farmers are paid, came three days after the deal closed. The Justice Department on Monday alleged that Cargill, Sanderson Farms, a data consulting firm, and Wayne Farms for decades shared information about wages and benefits in a way that held down the pay for processing plant workers. Now you know, and you're ready to go with The Morning News. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.